This episode is being brought to you by the Speak English with Tiffany Academy. If you are tired of trying to figure out what to study, if you want to get a better job but your English is holding you back, or if you feel stuck at the same English level and you don't know what to do, then the Academy is for you. When you join the Academy, you will get access to a 365-day English lesson plan created specifically for intermediate and advanced English learners. These 365 days of English lessons will cover English vocabulary, American culture, listening skills, fluency, idioms, expressions, and so much more. You will also be able to join a private community where you can practice what you learn with English learners from all around the world. So join today by going to www.speakenglishwithtiffanyacademy.com. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear natural English conversations, learn specific English tips and tricks, and also get to know many different ESL teachers. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. In today's episode, you are going to hear a conversation that I had with teacher Julie about retirement. Now, at the beginning of the episode and some parts throughout it, you'll hear me say that this is a culture episode. But correction, it's business English. I just wanted to let you know that up front. So again, we're going to be talking about retirement, what it looks like in America, what it looks like in Canada, and many other things about retirement. So this episode is going to help you speak confidently and intelligently about this topic. Now, before we jump into the episode, I want to remind you about the Weekly English Words membership. That's right, weeklyenglishwords.com. You see, each episode, each podcast episode includes tons of new vocabulary words, expressions, and idioms that are used by native English speakers. However, you know, as an English learner, sometimes it's hard for you to know the correct meanings and how to use the words and expressions properly. That's exactly why the Weekly English Words membership was created. You see, as a member, after each podcast episode, you will find an entire section that includes video explanations for more than 25 words and expressions that were used during the episode. And that includes today's episode. As a member, you'll also be able to download a PDF that includes the definitions. You won't find this anywhere else on the internet, and I really want you to improve your English speaking ability by learning new words and expressions. So we're going to jump right into the episode, but don't forget to go to weeklyenglishwords.com. All right, are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey, Julie, how are you? Hi, I'm excellent. How are you? I'm doing good too. I'm doing good too. 
today we have another episode for our culture series. Uh, and I think the students are learning a lot about Western culture and also kind of the differences and similarities. So today's episode uh, is going to be interesting as well, because I think it's a topic that maybe students haven't talked about a lot or heard a lot about from the standpoint of Western culture versus their culture. But we're going to talk about retirement. So you and I are both um, still working. We're not retired yet, <laughs> but um, we, I'm sure we both know someone who is retired. So uh, you want to kind of talk about, so again, can you tell us about retirement from the Canadian standpoint? And then I'll kind of talk about retirement as it is in America. Uh, yeah, in Canada, there used to be a retirement age of 65. Mm -hmm. um, and then a few years ago, they removed the mandatory retirement age and said, like, you can work until whenever you want. Um, and yeah, most people still retire around 65. Mm -hmm. uh, but people do work longer. That's, that's it. I think it's the exact same in America. Like, as you were talking, I was like, well, I was going to say that. Yep, I was going to say that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's the same in America. Um, people are working longer. And I think in America, what's happening, and again, you can speak for uh, Canada, what I've noticed hap is happening is that people are at the age of retirement, but then they're realizing, wait a minute, inflation is real. And if they stop working, they may struggle because of the cost of living. Like, for example, I live in Maryland or the Maryland, D.C. area, and it's very expensive to live here. And people in this area, even though they're at the age of retirement, they're realizing that if they retire, the money that they're going to receive, like from Social Security and even from their pensions, is not going to be enough to help them survive. So many of them still work. So is that the same in Canada or... Yes, uh, it's unfortunately the same, but I think that it's also like a little bit problematic um, mm. because then you have newer workers trying to start working, um, yeah. especially in jobs, government jobs and unionized yeah. jobs uh, where you pretty much can't get fired. You can just yeah. stay there until whatever. Um, so this is the issue. Like, for instance, my mom works for the school board in mm -hmm. Toronto. Uh, she's retired now actually but uh when she was working she used to tell me that this like they used to accept summer students and slowly like they had internships and so on and they used to 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 hire younger employees but when they removed the retirement age the the older workers would just hold on to the jobs and yeah like i'm sure some of them were still very efficient but some of them like didn't really care or they were tired or they weren't yeah. open to change and they were taking the position of someone who like a new graduate or a younger person and legally there was nothing that could be done about it so that's of course that's not all workers but she used to say like specifically in this case that they knew that they couldn't be fired so they were there like just collecting a paycheck and yeah. not really doing anything and yeah. then yeah like taking a position uh for another generation so i understand that you of course everybody needs to work so it's kind of it's hard to say it's hard to say like yeah should there be a retirement age should there not be a retirement age um so yeah people do still work but nowadays i think it's harder for them to to find a job yeah uh, if they need i don't know if it's the same in america 
It is the same. You brought out a good point when you were saying that when you have jobs that people cannot get fired from, what ends up happening is the younger individuals kind of don't have the opportunity to get a job. So yes, the same is happening in America. I can speak about it from the government standpoint. You know, with the government here in America, you really can't get fired. I mean, you can, but you can't. Like everyone yeah. kind of knows like, hey, you're, you're good. Like once you get a government job, you're good for a long time. And I've heard it said many times that there are some people in those jobs that they don't do anything. And again, this is a generalized statement, you know, overheard comments that there are individuals that are older in certain jobs that aren't doing anything, but they can't get fired. So it presents a catch 22 situation. Yes, they are blessed because they do still have a job and they have an income, but on the opposite side, the department may struggle because the department needs more innovative ideas or the yes. department that they work in needs uh, people with more energy to get the job done. So it's kind of a catch 22 situation that I don't know if it's going to be solved because I feel like it's happening everywhere. So. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I think that it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's happening everywhere. <laughs> I've heard the yeah. same from my. Yeah. Well, do you think then, okay. So when it comes to those individuals, right, there's going to come a point in time when they do have to retire or when they do retire, like either they have to, they're forced to, or they choose to retire. Who do you think is really responsible for pension plans? Like the money that is sent to them after they retire on a monthly basis. Do you think companies should be responsible for that or the government or the individual themselves, like getting a plan and paying into that plan for years mm -hmm. leading up to their retirement? Who do you think is responsible for those plans? Uh, so in Canada, we have uh, the Canadian pension plan, which basically you pay into from every paycheck that you get. Mm -hmm. um, so it also depends on your years of service. So the longer you work, kind of the more money you get. Yeah. However, it's not really enough to live off of without other savings. Yeah. Um, it doesn't cover monthly expenses and so on and so on. So I think, you know, in a perfect world, the government would or should be responsible yeah. or help. However, that's not the case. Um, yeah. But again, it's, it's really hard to say. It's easy to say, oh, the government should do this, the government should do that. But what about people who don't work? What about people who are lazy? What about people who, so it's, should the government take care of everyone? I don't know. Like there are people who, who abuse the system, right? Yeah. So it's really hard to give a, 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 an answer to that. Um, yeah. But I think that People should be responsible. However, people are not really taught or educated to be responsible for that. So like there's this, there's this disconnect between, let's say, students, children and adults. Like you, we don't learn about retirements and pension and so on in schools. I don't know if you guys do in America. Like it's not we'll really- learn the basics as in a one day class possibly. Unless yeah. your major is business, like unless your major is, you know, related to that. Go ahead. Yeah, but it's, I think it should be a basic part of education if it's a basic part of life. Um, but Good it's point. not like, yeah, the, the education system in Canada is good. Um, the public education system is good. I went to public school and I'm okay. Mm -hmm. um, but <laughs> also it depends, like if your family doesn't yeah. Like if yeah. your family isn't, isn't financially aware and they don't teach you about it and no one teaches you about it, and then you just expect 
like the government to do it. And this is this is the case now. So this is why this issue has been created where a lot of older people are not retiring or they're still working because they have to, right? But yeah. we have to look at like, why are they doing that? And yeah. the reason why is because they didn't know when they were younger. Yeah. And now this is the result. So I think that, yeah, it's yeah. a little off topic, but I think... Uh, no, I think actually you expressed it very well. Like, I think you explained exactly what the issue is. And I totally agree. It really is. Um, there's a term that we use in English and I can't think of it. It's not about financial intelligence. It's another term that has been used. But basically the education that is needed for the financial side is not received as we're going through the education system. Even though, like you mentioned, like the education system is good. If your major is not finance or, or business or anything related to money, you really don't learn about, you know, retirement and pensions until you're around the age where you're going to need it or mm-hmm. around the age where like when you start a job, they say basically like, Hey, if you put money into this, you'll have a pension or Hey, if you put money into this, you'll have a retirement fund. I, I can speak uh, from personal experience. Uh, currently I have a financial planner and prior to starting my own business, I didn't have one, but I thought I was good with money. Like I, I was able to save, but the more you start learning about money and how things work, it's not about being able to organize your personal finances in the present. It's yeah. about being able to see the future um, related to your money and related to how things actually work in the real world. And that, I guess it is called financial intelligence. But anyways, like, so my financial planner, that's her expertise. But in our conversations about like money and about what my goals are for the future. I mean, she's a genius when it comes to finance and talking to her, like you understand inflation and things. And I think this goes back to what you were saying, that education related to money and retirement and pensions and how they work and how you need to prepare for the future. When someone doesn't receive that education, they do kind of fall back on, all right, well, the government will take care of me. So (laughs) I don't really have to learn anything, but you're right. It's, it's our responsibility to make ourselves aware of um, what's yeah. really going on. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. It is our responsibility, but I think that like, again, when you look at, let's say a high school student to a university student mm. to an adult, um, at what point has anyone said that to them, if not their family, right? Right, so, you're right. So I'm just saying that it's, Everyone has to retire. Everyone needs money for the future. Yet, there's so many people that get to that point and they're like, well, I don't have enough, right? Mm-hmm. But and it's not at the age of 65 that you just think for the first time, oh, well, I don't have enough. But it just, but the fact that it happens so often means that it's a problem that needs to be addressed. So that's the reason why I was saying that. It's not that those people are, are stupid or they don't know, but exactly. if it, you recognize that like so many people have that problem, yeah. Then how can makes it so yeah, yeah. like a basic education about it, like at the end yeah. of high school or something would help a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think also having access to the information is also another issue. Like the lady that's again, like I'm in my late thirties. I just got a financial planner. Like I was just made aware of some of the things that she explained to me. I'd heard them in passing. Of course you hear things, but being uh, able to have access to that information is also another thing I think is important too. Um, So, yeah. 
All right. Well, what do you think about um now this I guess is more of a personal opinion. Do you think it's um easy for people to close to retirement to get a job? I was looking at another question. Never mind. This question is just an opinion too. <laughs> is it easy for people close to retirement age to get a job in America or Canada or Dubai? You live in Dubai. I was in Korea. Do you think it's easy for people that are older to get a job? Uh, in Dubai, no, absolutely not. Um, Dubai is a city, an expat city. It's built for work. And I think that they like to have a young workforce. Um, so in Dubai, no, it's absolutely not easy. In Canada, I think it depends on the field. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's easier than Dubai. Mm -hmm. uh, depending on the field, if you're very experienced, um, maybe in something technical, yes. But a job that's not specialized, no. Yeah, that's a good point. In America, no, it's not easy. Because I'm thinking about like my parents' friends who have been looking for jobs or it's not easy actually because there are a lot of younger individuals who have the same skill set plus they kind of have a leg up on them because they're younger um yeah. so i don't think it's easy at all i think no I was, I was gonna say some of the maybe like jobs at like a supermarket but even in those jobs, you'll see every age group. So no, it's not easy to find a job here in America at any age. But yeah, especially if you're older, it's not easy. Actually, just touching on that point, uh, when I was younger, uh, when I was a teenager, yeah. and I was um, like uh, customer service and cashiers, and these kind of jobs were, were student jobs. Mm -hmm. uh, these are jobs that I did in high school. And now when I visit Canada, it's very strange to see older people working at fast food places. Like, I feel sorry. And I, I think that like, because it's a minimum wage job and I know that, again, it's this, it's this system that doesn't work. So they're working because they have to and they're working for minimum wage. And, and then, like you said, it's a catch 22. There's students who normally would have that job. Um, yeah. but older people they also shouldn't be doing that type of job where they're standing on their feet for long hours and it's not it's not great so this obviously this is there's yeah. a problem with the system yeah so, yeah you're right growing up you didn't necessarily see older people doing those jobs but yeah times have changed you're right i think um yeah the system is a bit broken <laughs> Yeah. I, 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 like there's no better way of saying it. it's like yeah it is a bit broken you know I, and i feel like in the past so i feel like in the past um you know over time things have gotten of course things have gotten more expensive things have gotten a little bit um worse in relation to finding jobs and being able to find jobs so unemployment rate has risen like a lot of factors whereas in the past when somebody retired it was like you're retiring so you can enjoy your life. Like you're retiring to experience what you couldn't experience when you were younger. But as time has went on, now people are retiring and they're looking for a job. And like you mentioned, like at the fast food place. So it's like retirement is not necessarily this utopia anymore. It's more of a, just a transition to another job. So I guess my question is, have you noticed that in Canada, like in the past, people retire and they travel. 
but now they're kind of getting more jobs. In Canada right now, do you see a lot of people retiring and traveling like abroad or are they getting more jobs? Uh, I haven't been home for a while. Uh, the last time I was home was uh, almost three years ago. So at that point, I noticed that there were a lot of people who are retirement age working. So I'm guessing that that's the case now. I don't actually know, but I think that that's the case now. Um, whereas, yeah, when I was younger, there was this concept that we had or this idea of people retiring and then like enjoying their life. And I don't think that that's the case now. Yeah. Uh, it's not the case in America either. It's, it's not, it's, um, it's actually, what is the word? Not common to see people who retire and it literally just retire. Like, you know, retire has that meaning of relaxing and not doing anything. Um, you don't see too many people that are able to really retire. Like as the true sense of the word, retire and relax and enjoy their life. You don't see that a lot in America anymore. Um, of course, there are always exceptions to the rule. There are all people that are able to retire, but there are a, a large number of people who aren't able to retire as well. So retire and enjoy their life. Hmm? I think some people, um, like, again, I, we can't judge because we don't know the people, but I think some people work because they enjoy it and they get bored, but that's a different thing. Um, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. But, I, but I don't think that like working in where we keep saying the example of a fast food place or a cashier, I don't think this is like enjoyable really because it's, repetitive and stressful it's not stimulating so this type of work i don't think that people are doing it by choice mm. just because of the nature of the work i'm guessing that they're doing it because they have no choice mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's a good point it's a good point yeah it, it's, it's so funny i was about to say the well maybe they're bored and then you said it. i was like yep this is why the conversations go well <laughs> like i was, I was <laughs> saying the same thing like well, maybe they're just bored um <laughs> Do you, um, all right. So now in 2020, do people, uh, I guess this is the question for me. So I'll read it to myself. Uh, and then I'll ask you about Canada. It says, do people in America take early retirement? So this is happening now, but it's happening because of the phenomenon of the internet and online business and how a lot of people, and I say the younger generation, meaning people under 40, like I'm saying people under 40. So that whole group is considered younger in relation to those who are retirement age. A lot of people have started online businesses and these businesses have taken off or there are a lot of startups and where normally a person would just be looking to earn a hundred thousand dollars a year being the, you know, a good amount or 120,000, whatever the goal was. Now people are making a million a year, 2 million a year because yeah. of startups or online businesses. So it's very common to see individuals in their 30s or even in their 40s retiring. So I don't think that's retirement age, though. It's just that you're making so much money, you can decide to not do anything, yeah. uh, which is also okay. Like, props to you for working so hard and being able to retire, quote unquote. But in relation to taking early retirement, like you've worked your entire life and you just want to retire now at like 55. I don't think that's common. I think it's more of these businesses that have been started by young people and they've taken off and they've worked for 10 years and they're like, I'm done or 20 years and I'm done. So I don't know. About yeah, Canada. It's exactly the same in Canada. It's exactly the same. But then it also makes 
me feel bad for those who have worked their whole life. And it's, it's almost like they were unlucky, you know, because of the timing of the internet. Um, yeah. So they had to work their whole life and yeah. they kind of missed the, the boom of the internet and they've had no choice. And now, uh, unfortunately, the next, this newer generation has just come up and taken advantage of, of this opportunity, which I, I absolutely commend people who have worked hard and, but I feel bad at the same time for those who didn't have that opportunity. Yeah, that's, so I don't know. Now this is maybe going into, well, it's still culture. So I'll still say it. It, that's where I think, um, and I'll say we as younger generation, again, those underneath the, the age of retirement, right? The, the offspring of the, the ones that need to retire. I think that's where it comes into place for us to step up. Because we have benefited from the hard work of our parents. Like because of their work, we are where we are right now as far as the world itself, literally. And now, like you mentioned, we are benefiting from the internet and from other things that were created. And I'll speak for me personally, like I feel like it's my, not duty like obligation, but more like duty like my privilege to now be able to support my family when the time comes. My parent, my mom is retired, my dad's not. And they're fine. They're, they're living there. They're good. But when they do get to that old age, I want to be able to say, you've done your job. You're okay. Like my sister and I will take care of you. So I think that's how this generation can give back by when they do get nervous about what are they going to do when they retire? It's all good. Like we'll step up and return the favor. Like you clearly mm -hmm. raised us. So I think that's how we can kind of return the favor. I think this is how it should be. However, um, I don't think this is how it is in our Western culture. I think that other cultures do a better job of that than we do, honestly. Um, like the value of family and taking care of the older members of your family isn't something that Western culture is known for. Um, also the new generation millennials are selfish. Mm -hmm. um so yes you do that but i don't think that everyone does unfortunately it's... i i hope but you you're you're right <laughs> <laughs> you're i mean you are right like it's like okay yeah things change as we get older like different generations change and it's like oh, okay you got okay so you're right it's not common i actually was telling my parents um funnily enough Whenever you're in another culture, you're affected. Like you see the parts of your culture that you appreciate. And then you also see aspects of the other culture that you're like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Let me kind of adapt and like take that part and add it to me. And it, it changes who you are. As I'm sure you've probably experienced too living abroad. One thing, and I think I've told you this before that we've talked about outside of the podcast is in Korean culture, they do take care of their parents. And what they do is their first paycheck not the entire paycheck, but a large amount of it goes to their parents. Like, thank you so much for raising me and, you know, whatever, taking care of me. And then when they get paychecks, they send a, a portion to their parents. And it's like their parents start getting allowances to the point the parents call them like, hey, when can I get some money? Yeah. And it's so opposite of American culture because we don't have that. It's not a bad thing. We don't have that. But when I came back home, because I had seen it happen so much, I automatically was like, oh, that's cool. I want to try that. But as you're mentioning, it's not common. So like when I started doing it for my parents, they were like, we done won the lottery. Like it was, <laughs> it yeah, was a big thing. 
it's yeah. not yeah and again they have, like my dad still works and everything it's just like hey this little pocket chain little you know we want to buy something not related to bills so you're right it's not common in america but personally i was affected by korean culture so yeah i naturally wanted to give back yeah so it's true that's true do you uh you mentioned then that other cultures really are focused more on like family and taking care of parents. So like the retirees really aren't worried as much. Do you think America and Canada are good places for retirees to live? Um, this is relative to mm. where you are coming from. Mm. Um, so when a lot of people like here in Dubai, a lot of people want to immigrate to Canada and stay there long term and retire there. And in this case, depending on their home country, I would say yes because of the social security and the safety and the programs in place. Um, if you have a lot of money, yes. Uh, I, I think, however, there are better places to retire. Like if you wanna, if you wanna live in a cheaper place or in a hotter place, uh, in that case, Canada is not ideal, but <laughs> it, I think that, uh, yeah, there are, there are systems in place in Canada that it's not the worst, but it's not the best. Hmm. I know that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, you made a good point. You said if you have money, yes, it's a nice place yeah. to live. Yeah, it's still then no, no. <laughs> yeah, if you don't if you don't have money, maybe don't end your life here. No, um, I agree. It's the same for America. If you have a lot of money, you're fine. If you come over to America in time enough to participate in the Social Security program and pension then yeah, like you said, it may be better than what's currently offered in your own country. But um, a lot of people in America are looking for other places to go because the money will go further. Like, yeah, yeah. so that's another thing. If you're American, you're trying to go somewhere else, depending on your age or I guess the way you think about the world. If you think the world, quote unquote, is your oyster, you're okay with living in another country. Um, so yeah. It's not bad, but I wouldn't say come over here in your in your old yeah, age. No, no, like it's it, it really depends on your outlook on life and the standard of living that you would like to have. So I think that your money can work a lot harder for you in cheaper places than Canada and America, and you can enjoy the climate and a more relaxed like the the pace of life is so fast in yeah. American cities and Canadian cities. Um, maybe if you know you're in the countryside and stuff, but it's also cold. So, like yeah. Canada is a great place, but I, I personally, even though I'm from there, I wouldn't see it as like a dream retirement destination. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I totally agree. Um, like to build a life and to build a family, and yes, but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not to retire. <laughs> well then where would you like to retire um i actually don't know like i've moved around quite a lot so i'm very flexible but i would like to re to retire somewhere that i can enjoy myself and that i'm not stressed it's like mm. that's the criteria and preferably somewhere warm because i've gotten used to the warm climate in dubai and i like i don't want to retire in dubai but i um, I've gotten used to it and I noticed how, honestly, how it affects your mood. Like, even if it's super hot, it's sunny outside. Like you don't wake up and you're like, oh, it's dark and I don't want to get out of my bed. So like, yeah. I would like to continue that, that feeling. Um, yeah. On in my life. Yeah. 
What about you? Man, um, it's funny. When I read the question, the first thing that popped in my head was Korea. But I think that's just because Korea has become my second home. And it's just as comfortable for me to live there as America, literally. Like if I was dropped in Korea today, I'd be like, okay, like I'm fine. Like I, I know how to go places. My fam, like other friends are really close. Um, so honestly, I don't know. It's But it's not for the climate or anything. It's just because I was comfortable there. Um, and like, I did a lot, of, I like being outside. They have a lot of hiking. Like they have literally mountains in the middle of the city, like city hall mountain. Like it's, so it's a very interesting, you know, place to visit, um, seeing those two worlds kind of mesh like city and, and kind of like mountains. So I liked that. Um, I don't know. I think for me, for retirement, I do want to go somewhere. I agree where it's not cold all the time. Like I kind of want to relax and enjoy the weather. But I'm not necessarily sure per se just yet. I just said Korea because it's the second home, but I don't know. Not just yet. Like we have some time. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just to figure it out. Yeah. Well, good stuff. Good stuff. I do think that this is a topic that is important for people to start thinking about, even at this age. Um, for those listening, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, it doesn't matter because, you know, if you start preparing now, you'll be okay when you get older. So... I think so. Well, Julie, thank you so much for your comments, son. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Have a good one. You too. Thanks. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to see video explanations for all of the words and expressions that were used in today's episode, all you have to do is join the weekly English words membership by going to www weeklyenglishwords.com Once again, that's www.weeklyenglishwords.com This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.